Suffice it to say, I was married for 10 years before, and seven of them were good. You can imagine what happened in those final three years. There was a lot of momentum, and it was like, well, will this get better? No, I know it won't, blah, blah, blah. And we've all done that. Relationships that we don't want to end. I mean, what kind of a heartless bastard are you if you're just like, well, yeah, it's not working out, so we're just going to have to let you go. Alex Williams here to welcome you back to Broken Bulbs, the show for entrepreneurs, creators, and builders who need to keep it real. Today, I'm joined by Laura D. Benedetto once again. She previously featured on episodes 91 and 134 of Broken Bulbs, so be sure to go back and check those out as well. Laura is the best-selling author of The Six Habits. As a coach, she teaches people how to create their ideal life without sacrificing the things they love. And... Ever since 19 years old, she's been a serial entrepreneur, so she's a great person to have these conversations with. But she also lived solely by momentum. That's coming up after the break. Hey guys, real quick before we get into today's show, I just wanted to say a huge thank you for listening and thank you for all the ways that you offer support, whether it's through reviews or sharing it with a friend or family member who you think would get something out of this episode. If you want to find more ways to support us, you can go to mechoradio.com slash support. That's M-E-C-H-O radio.com slash support. Again, that's mechoradio.com slash support. And with that, let's get on to today's show. Laura D. Benedetto, ready to talk about another one of your broken bulbs? Yep. <laughs> Let's talk about you continuing in misery for momentum's sake. Now, I say talking about you doing this, but this is something everybody everybody does. Oh, well, I'm already here. You're already laying in bed, so I'll just I'll just lay in bed a little longer, right? Oh, I'm I already started eating the ice cream. I'll just finish the bucket, right? The bucket. <laughs> How many? Least, what kind of quantities the, hey, of ice is, cream are you eating? <laughs> Maybe this is my own broken bulb experience, uh, but everybody's been through this on on some level, right? And so, fill me in on your own experience in continuing with misery just because of momentum. So, my own experience, honestly, it, it wasn't just one. Really, it's just a lifetime of you know momentum. I mean, we all do it, like you said. But, you know, I'll give you a couple examples that you can probably relate to. You know, again, with the ice cream, I too enjoy ice cream, very much so. But let's <laughs> say, you know, you're you're in a, a marriage, you know it's not working. But it's so much easier to deal with the devil you know than the devil you don't know. That's just continuing on the wrong path because it's familiar, not because it's correct. Suffice it to say, I was married for 10 years before and seven of them were good. You can... Imagine what happened in those final three years. There was a lot of momentum and it was like, well, will this get better? No, I know it won't, blah, blah, blah. And we've all done that. Relationships that we don't want to end. I mean, what kind of a heartless bastard are you if you're just like, well, yeah, it's not working out. So we're just going to have to let you go. You know, people don't 
tend to be that calculated about their romantic lives. I, I know I wasn't, right? And you want to see it work out. Even when you know damn well it's not going to, people will sabotage themselves. I d I've done this where it's like, well, I blew my diet today. Screw it. I'm going to have pizza and ice cream for dinner. But then you actually don't get back on the wagon the next day, even though you know it's not good for you. So, you know, I, I'd love to be able to point to one specific epiphany or aha moment. I don't have one because my life is littered with them, just the way your life is littered with them. I guess the gradual awakening was through self-awareness, which I've talked about with you before, self-awareness and like really getting curious about and picking apart like what I'm doing. Like, wow, I'm staying in a marriage that is not working for me or, huh, I am 10 pounds overweight and yet I know how to lose weight. Isn't that interesting? Why is that happening? Right. And it's like, well, okay, there's obviously some benefit here to me choosing the path that's familiar, even though I know it's hurtful. It's familiar. What am I getting out of this? Well, I don't have to try for starters. I don't have to potentially make a swing and a miss. Again, it's the whole, uh, it's the devil you know versus the devil you don't. People, humans, me, you, all of us, we do not enjoy the unknown. We don't. We would rather deal with terrible and certain versus potentially awesome, potentially terrible um, and unknown. And it's very interesting that we choose that. So, you know, we talked about this before. It's the same damn process. You have to be aware of yourself. So you have to know what's going on in your head. You have to like actually take stock in what you're doing. Like if you say, huh, I'm in a marriage that's not working. That's not a problem. That's a result of a problem. Oh, shit. I'm 10 pounds overweight. Okay. That is also not a problem. That is the result of a problem. What is the problem? The problem is perhaps you are feeling depressed right now and you don't have the will to pull yourself out of it. Or maybe you can't. Or maybe you're afraid of being alone. So you don't want to leave that person. You have a terrible self-relationship. You don't think well of yourself. And you think you're going to be alone and miserable with 59 cats. <laughs> so you know, maybe, you know, it could be anything, you know, you're afraid to like ask your boss for a raise because you're afraid you're going to get fired. You know, people are motivated and demotivated by fear. So when you look at the, what you perceive to be the problem, what you're seeing is the outcome. It's the outcome. What, it, what is the, what is the, what is the source of that outcome? The result, what is the source of that? And then look at that and ask yourself, why am I choosing this path? What am I benefiting? And you can't just say, well, I don't get anything out of this. Yes, you do. You know what you get out of eating a pint of ice cream? You get the pint of ice cream. <laughs> right, That's yeah. what you get. You also, you also don't have to think about eating celery. You get to stay in the marriage that isn't working for you. And you get to avoid having the uncomfortable conversation. You get to just sit there in avoidance. You get to avoid the hard conversation with the boss and, and, and uh, face risk. And most of us are extremely risk averse. How are you winning by losing? Yeah, I, I think asking these questions, it kind of ties into the theme of everything you and I have talked about before, about asking why, going deeper, digging into things and really, really doing that self-assessment and self-discovery. And in this case, it's, okay, why am I miserable? Why am I in this situation? How did I get here? And maybe, maybe some of those problems are easy to solve. It's like, 
oh, well, okay, if I, you know, did this differently, or if I talked to this person and asked for their help. And then sometimes it's a lot more challenging. If you're in a bad relationship, okay, where do I go from here? How do I get out? Is, is it salvageable? No? Okay. <laughs> How am I going to move on? Right. But also why, like, what is the real thing that I'm afraid of? And why am I doubting my capability to face it? I am afraid of lots of things, most notably snakes. I live in Florida. <laughs> why am I afraid of snakes? Why am I afraid of dealing with the boss? Because I'm afraid I won't be able to handle it. I am afraid that if a snake comes into my yard, and they do, um, if I see one, I will scream like a, a terrified three-year-old and um, potentially trip and fall and break my face and get, and get bit anyway, and I could die. I am very afraid of that, hmm. um, which is why I don't want to see a snake because I'm like, you and me are non sympathetic <laughs> here. But I don't, I am like, you know, so let's say I am afraid of having the conversation with my ex-husband because I, you know, I am afraid that I will not be able to handle the pain of the conversation, that my heart will break when his breaks and that it will hurt. I am afraid that if I finally decide to be thinner, that I won't get to have ice cream anymore. That's all a lie. Thin people have ice cream all the time. <laughs> but like, you know, we are always afraid. And that's why we stay with the pain we are familiar with because we are not afraid of pain, believe it or not, as long as we are familiar with it. We are more terrified of the unknown and the surprises than pain. And we don't know how something's going to go. <laughs> Right. And that's why I avoided stuff that I used to do. So what I do currently, and I encourage other people to do, my clients included, is to make continual evaluations along your marital journey, your relationship journey, your business journey, your journey of self. Am I doing this for momentum? Am I actually happy? Am I having fun? Am I avoiding something? If I am... How am I winning by avoiding it? Because you're always winning. Otherwise, you wouldn't do it. But like, you know, get into the big self-inquiry. Do this stuff. You know, I do this and I want everybody else to do that because what it does is it eliminates um, prolonged failures or prolonged stress, which can lead to like heart disease and other issues. Uh, it leads to dream fulfillment when you can actually stop problems from being just a part of the landscape, you get to actually live a beautiful life if you actually intentionally design the damn thing. Of course, you also talk about these habits in your book, The Six Habits. Do you want to brag a little bit for us at the end of the episode here? Tell us where we can find your book and the rest of the work that you do. My book is called The Six Habits. Uh, the word six is spelled out. And it talks about the mental habits that we all have, not that we want to have, but that we have. And we are mostly living in the shadow side of these habits, but we could be living in the light side and, and achieving so much better success. And, and here's a great example. There's, just imagine two people. One person is overweight, depressed, negative. Um, they sleep very poorly. Their health is starting to suffer. They never go anywhere with their career. They complain all the time and their attitude is, woe is me. I guarantee you, you've met that person or at least been that person at least once in your life. On the other hand, I want you to imagine this person who stands with their back straight. They go after their dreams. They feel good about themselves. They love their life and they feel fulfilled and they have a career that actually makes them happy. 
The only difference between these two people, both of whom you know, is their mental habits. And the book explores those six mental habits that we all have and how we can use them for our advantage versus our disadvantage. So it's available on Amazon, on Audible. It's also at the6habits.com. It's the S-I-X-habits.com. You can go there. You can learn about me. You can get coaching with me if you want to. But I would say the very best place to start, number one, you listen to this. Number two, get the book and really start learning about these habits and really diving into yourself. The most valuable thing the book invites you to do is take the wisdom of the six habits and hold yourself accountable to it. It helps to shine the mirror on who you truly are, the choices you truly make, and helps to reveal the pathway toward the life you really want, not the one you're stuck in momentum and heading towards. I like that. And I can vouch for the book the way that it's organized, you can go in, you can read through the whole thing, get the get the gist of it. And then if one day you're saying, I'm really struggling with goodness today, you can go back and look at the section on goodness. So with that, I just want to say, Laura, thank you once again for joining me. Truly a pleasure. Thank you. And thank you for listening. Don't live on momentum. Put yourself out there into the unknown, as scary as it might be. It's that dang sunk cost fallacy that makes us think we've already put so much into one thing, we have to stick with it. Let yourself change and let yourself move on. Special thank you to Laura for joining me and being willing to talk about her broken bulbs. Be sure to check out all of her work, including her book, The Six Habits, which I've linked in the show notes. You can also listen to Laura on episode 91 and 134 of Broken Bulbs. And if you want to support Broken Bulbs and the rest of the work I do, please visit mechoradio.com slash support. That's M-E-C-H-O radio.com slash support. Or click the first link in the show notes. Broken Bulbs is produced by Mecho Radio, and we are, of course, a proud member of the Create Fine. I, Alex Williams, was your host. The podcast artwork is by Bethany Gustafson, and the music we use is by Brian Claxon and Wesley Thomas. Oh, And thanks again for listening. Mecco.